Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Recorded live. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Dallas Debt Discussion for May 8th, 2017. We are rapidly approaching Memorial Day, and uh, the kids getting out of school, and the college kids being gone from here, which will make things around the uh, area here a little quieter, because we have uh, many, many, many college students here. So that'll slow things down a little bit. Not that it's been a real problem. <clears throat> Actually, they've been real good this year, so in comparison to <laughs> some of the years past. <clears throat> then I want to welcome everybody to the call tonight. Uh, if you are listening to Dallas Debt Discussion, keyword in that in that name, discussion, I hope you are here for educational purposes and not seeking legal advice. Because if you're seeking legal advice for some matter, <clears throat> you're in the wrong place. We do not give legal advice. We don't know what it is. We're not licensed. Lawyers are. That's where you need to go if you want legal advice. Go find yourself an attorney. They'll charge you an arm and a leg and Many times you'll get bad advice, even though they call it legal advice. But um, bottom line is we don't give it. So uh, if that's what you're looking for, you're in the wrong place. Uh, the way TalkShoe works is very simple. When you come on, you are unmuted. That's by design. And uh, I hope everybody will be courteous. And when you come on, if you're not speaking, mute your phone. The way you do that, outside of your own little mute button on your phone, is to hit star six on the keypad, and that will mute you in the talk shoe system. And if you listen to it, you'll hear it say, you are muted. And if I mute you, you'll hear it say, you are muted. And if I unmute you, it'll say, you are unmuted. It's a toggling feature. So each time you press star six, it's either going to mute you or unmute you, just so everybody knows how the board works. The other thing is, star eight is how you put yourself in the queue to ask a question or make a comment about what we're uh, discussing or to bring up something new. It's very simple. Please have yourself muted using star six first before you hit star eight. And the reason for that is it saves me a step on this end so that uh, I don't have to uh, go banging away on the board here. Sometimes the board gets a little stubborn with that, but uh, so be it. That's what it does. That's what it does. I just like to avoid it if at all possible. And with all that said, uh, we always start out with good news. We like to hear anything good that's been happening with people. And uh, good news can come in many forms. Uh, it can be you know, somebody gets a, a settlement check. They maybe arrange a settlement or they have uh, some good discussions or you know, who knows what. It can be any number of things. But uh, we always want to hear the good news because Lord knows there's plenty of crap flying around out there, and I try and avoid it, but I still get my share, just like everybody else does. So uh, if anybody has any good news, you do not have to hit star 8. All you have to do is raise your hand, uh, or you don't have to raise your hand. All you have to do is 
speak up and wow. say, I've got good news. So the floor is open to anybody with good news. Well, I told you yesterday for a few days here, it got really, really cold. I was bundled up like an Alaskan trip last night and still freezing on the porch. Tonight, clear skies, big, beautiful moon. I'm sitting on the balcony outside my office. It is so beautiful out here. And I managed to wade through a ton of state-level bureaucratic idiocy today and get something done. So it's all good. Well, that's good. You know, uh, the conversation I had with you, you you were waiting. Oh, yeah. And, that's an And you were in fairly deep water for a while there. But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, uh, Terry dealing with uh, state agencies. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just parked right where I am. I'm not relocating right now. I may be down the line, hopefully not too long. But uh, uh, I really don't want to relocate until after all my stuff with Midland is done because I would have to yeah, send what, 106 yeah. notices to the court of an address change. I know. Can you imagine? And And that's one of the reasons... One of the big reasons I waited until it was all over, because and you would have to transfer to another court. It would just be a, a nightmare. But um, I will warn everybody, North Carolina is a beautiful place. I'm very happy I moved here, but I will warn you, if you think about moving to North Carolina or any other state, contact their DMV and their driver's license agencies and find out what it's going to cost you, because by the time I get done, and then on top of that, the state of Georgia messed up the title on my car. That was a nightmare, a whole different story. But by the time I get done, just getting our three cars and two motorcycles on the road legally in North Carolina is going to cost me more than $2,000. And you have to do it within 60 days. So always figure those kind of things into your plans because it's not going to necessarily be like it is in the state where you live. And because you're moving to a new state, they could very well hit you with taxes just like you paid the sales tax on the vehicle in the first place, which is what happened to me. Yeah, it's all part of doing your homework. Before yep. you relocate, that, if you're going to do that. Honestly, it never occurred to me, and that's why I'm saying it now for anybody. Well, you knew it cost you a little bit of money, but nothing remotely well, like what it's costing you. Yeah. And besides that, you know, this is May, and my birthday is the 26th, and my husband is, is the 18th. And so our tags and registration was going to be up this month anyway. And so that's a cost that I was counting on. You know, having to renew plates and, and tags and, and uh, the insurance was up on the 16th. So that was in my plan. But this outrageous personal property tax based on what you paid for your vehicle in North Carolina came out of the blue and hit me. I had no idea about that because it never occurred to me to check into that. You know, the laws are very, very different in North Carolina than they are in Georgia. So, you know, just a heads up. If you're thinking on changing states, especially North Carolina, but 
you know, check into that stuff before you make your plan and your budget. Good idea. Okay. Well, does anybody else have any good news for us tonight? Mm, I heard a little noise there. I think that was John moving his phone. But uh, Okay. Um, I don't really have any uh, good news other than uh, the uh, company that was calling my cell phone recently uh, that did not respond to the attorney who contacted them uh, after I contacted her because she had represented them previously. So uh, last Monday I had mailed out a copy uh, of the lawsuit with a notice of intent to sue letter as a cover letter, and they received it last Friday. So uh, they now have that to chew on, and uh, they have until next Monday to uh, uh, get in touch with me to see if uh, we can resolve things, and if they fail to do so, then uh, next week, <clears throat> one day, uh, I will call my friend that uh, does service for me and see if he wants to uh, go downtown, ride the train downtown, because uh, we just go over to the bus station over here, or the uh, train station, I should say, it's train and bus. Uh, we just, uh, uh, being an old fogey, uh, both of us are uh, older, so uh, we get to uh, ride the train downtown on a short pass for a buck and a quarter ahead. So uh, we can go down there. We literally get off the train on the same block, go up to the ninth floor of the uh, building, and to the uh, registered agent and do the service, and then we walk a block and a half over and have some really good barbecue at Sonny Bryan's Barbecue. So that's always a treat to uh, to go down there. Well, you know what, Dave? There are perks. <laughs> to be in part of the old folks <laughs> team and I'm just finding that out. I turned 65 this month and um, I told you my granddaughter and I were the only ones in the family but we both really, really enjoy museums and I discovered that because of my birthday being this month that I only have to pay half price now to get into the museums and of course for Haley it's like a dollar. So yeah, there are some perks. Yeah, well, you know, hey, uh, any number of places I go, uh, I get a senior discount. If I uh, <clears throat> get something to eat, usually it's 10% off, you know, 10% here and 10% there. Uh, that that works, but I, I would gladly trade it to be 35 again. Now, wouldn't that be fun, knowing what I know now? to be able to go back to that age. Hmm, I'd be dangerous. But anyway, okay, well, if nobody else has any good news, then I'm going to uh, see if anybody has any questions. Hit star eight if you uh, have a question about something or if you would like to comment on something uh, that's, that's going on, uh, uh, preferably more in large part uh, having to do with the debt collection industry. But... Uh, uh, anybody that has a question or a comment, uh, by all means, hit star eight, and we will entertain your questions or comments and go from there. And we've got somebody that raised their hand, and I have to mute you and unmute you, but you're way out on the left coast in western Washington state. Sounds like me. Is that correct? Uh, I think it's you. <laughs> <laughs> right you are. Um, I talked to you all last Wednesday, and uh -huh. that's regarding Bank of America um, collection. 
Okay. Being we were talking about an, needing needing names of uh, some other exactly. companies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I've been able to dig up uh, three of them, and uh, first one went to Sunrise Credit Services um, in Farmingdale, New York, and they they just kind of went away when I sent them a letter of discovery. Um, it went Sunrise to Credit Services. Okay, hang on, hang on one second here. Uh, you know, okay. I don't know if you have done this, but uh, I'm going to bring up Google here as soon as I mouse this way. Sunrise Credit Services. Oh, okay. There's their website right there. So let's see what they do. This is something that you know i i want to use you as a little bit of an example here your situation mm-hmm. while we're on this mm-hmm. because it's beneficial to everybody this sure. is basic information that anybody should be doing when they're having issues with any type of collection company at all do mm-hmm. your homework start doing your homework on things to find out who it is that you're dealing with maybe you know mm-hmm. maybe when you send a um a, uh, a collection or a uh, validation letter to a, a collector, maybe they're going to go away like this one. Mm-hmm. Now, this one happens to be owned by Diane Doan. Mm-hmm. And it says right on here on their website, message from the CEO, Diane Doan, you know, and it's a certified women's business enterprise. So, mm-hmm. uh, gee, she's... Uh, uh, I haven't read the stuff on here, but I'm sure she is just a contingency collector. She's not a, uh, a debt buyer. Mm-hmm. So what what you always want to do is do your homework on whoever you're dealing, excuse me, dealing with, um, whether it be mm-hmm. a, a collection company, a lawyer. Um, you know, if a lawyer sends you a letter, mm-hmm. Google a lawyer. Find out what you can. Always do your homework. You would be amazing. Or you would be amazed at some of the things. I can't talk tonight for some reason. Uh, you'd be amazed at, at some of the things you can find out about these people that are out there. Uh, hmm. You can you can dig up some real beneficial stuff from time to time. Sometimes it's you know just run of the mill stuff, but sometimes mm-hmm. you can stumble on something uh, that can make a big difference in what you're dealing with. So anyway, okay, so that's Sunrise Credit Services. They're a contingency collector. You you send a debt validation letter, and they yeah. went bye-bye. Yeah. Um, next, it uh, went to First Source in Amherst, New York. Oh, good old First Source. You know, <laughs> I can I can tell you that their checks clear the bank. <laughs> Personal experience. <laughs> um, so First they, source um, advantage. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, they now this is interesting. Uh, I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking for dates here. Um, they sent me uh, a response twice to debt validation. Um, first was dated in. Um, I'm looking at. Looks like March of 2016. And and at that point in time, they sent me um, a copy of my credit card billing statement from 
Bank of America. One statement? Yeah. Well, uh, well um, date-wise, it goes, it goes uh, your account was opened on July 29th of 11. The account was last used uh, February 22nd of yeah. 14. Current That's balance, blah, blah, blah. So, and then uh, they followed that up with uh, an, another letter that, you know, basically was just confirming what they already sent. And then, uh, and that was, um, that was in June. And then a, again in July. Um, and then with the uh, July, they said, we're in receipt of your request for validation of your account. Well, yeah, I knew that already. Um, but please note that your account is no longer being serviced by First Source, and we recommend you contact Bank of America if you have any questions. There you go. <laughs> the, cre the creditor of your account is Bank of America, and their address is blah, blah, blah. So that that was that, and it kind of just fell off the radar uh, from there until the most recent uh, being uh, Nelson and Kennard Law Firm in Sacramento. And these are the, the folks that are um, currently suing me that I have about another eight, nine days to respond to via the court. Uh, uh, how do you spell uh, how do you spell last one Nelson and Canard uh, is K E double N A R D. They're on Harvard Street, uh, Sacramento. Yeah. Welcome to Nelson and Canard, <laughs> yeah, Sacramento, California. Okay, I just want to see who. Uh, oh, they've got all sorts of stuff here. Here's a better business profile on these guys. Here again, you know, find out about these guys. Hey, they've got an A rating. Uh, one complaint uh, uh, filed against the business that were not resolved. Oh well. Hmm. How about that? Uh, better business bureau filed. Open 93, business started 76. Okay, so what is this telling you? It's an old line, long-term law firm. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not yeah. new guys on the block. Yeah, the initial uh, letter I received was, uh, looks like, I think August of um, 16 from them. And uh, that was signed by Mr. Kernard himself, actually, apparently. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming and you sent a demand for validation when you did yeah, yeah, yes, I did. Um, and, and, shoot, I'm not, I'm not seeing that. I did, interestingly enough, I, I found the initial letter, not that it matters at this juncture, from Bank of America offering to settle for uh, what amounts to about a third of the total debt. Um, and I think I mentioned that to you earlier that um, I just I was in the midst of um, you were going divorce proceedings at the time, yeah. and yeah. Right. Uh, but they're on a thirteen thousand dollar debt. They were willing to settle for fifty seven seventy on the outstanding balance. Um, and I literally missed responding to them by a day, and they said, "Well, oh, sorry, too late to you." <laughs> so, well, that's what uh, they said to you. You, you yeah, responded said, to them, but they said day yeah, late and a dollar short. Yeah, exactly. That's what they said. Really? Yes. Yeah. This was uh that that letter is dated October sixth of twenty fourteen. And um it's basically the above reference account is in danger of charging off if a payment isn't received. If you're able to make your payment, please call us at the number listed. You can also QR code scan this, blah blah blah. If you're unable to make your payment, we we may have the opportunity to significantly reduce your debt and settle your balance. 
uh, we were willing to accept 5770. Um, you need to respond. And uh, yeah, in fact, um, yeah, this isn't even dated with a respond by such and such a time or else. But right. uh, when I when I did contact them, it's like I'm sorry, it's already been sent to collection. And they didn't yeah. have anything else to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they're they're a bunch of. Yeah. <laughs> that. Well, I'll just say it's shitheads. <laughs> okay. Man, I I dealt much. with them too. I dealt with them too. Okay. They're a bunch okay. of first rate rip off uh, artists. Yeah. That's what yeah, they are. As- yeah, as can but anyway, um, yeah. you know, um, just for everybody's benefit that that's on here, it's not familiar. Uh, of course, Bank of America is going to be original creditor. Right. So, you know, they're not a debt collector. They're not, uh, in this case, they're not going to be subject to the FDCPA. So, uh, yeah, anyway, they are. So. They are, in fact, on the on the uh, court case. They're they're the plaintiff petitioner. Oh yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what they do now. Um, I uh, I want to look back here at uh, Nelson Kennard's law office and find out a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this firm is a debt collector. I went to their <laughs> Nelson Kennard Nelson Kennard.com. Mm-hmm. They got the name up at the top, the address, phone numbers, and then in real small print in the center of the screen, it says this yeah, firm is the debt collector attempting to collect a debt. Any information obtained will be used for that purpose. Calls may be monitored and are recorded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so when we when we do this, we what do we find out? Well, that's important to us. Well, well, that's important to us that. They're a debt collector. They don't even say that they do anything else. So their primary business mm-hmm. is a is debt collection, mm-hmm. and they are going to be subject to the FDCPA. So you you mm-hmm. got to go. You got to look at the information you get, and you go through these steps, one by mm-hmm. one by one. So it's very easy for us to see here. It's not like oh well, you know we're we're in civil litigation, uh, you know uh, workman or workman's comp, so on and so forth, and debt collection, you know, is in the list of things. No, right. What I say is it's a debt collector attempting to collect a debt. <laughs> That's all. It's on their website. It, no, I just pulled it up. Also, yeah, it, it, that is. <laughs> their their address phone and that statement. That's yeah, yeah. So okay. So now now you know a very important uh, bit of information. Without question, the, their primary business obviously is debt collection, mm-hmm. and they without question are going to be uh, subject to the FDCPA. Now you start looking for the violations. Okay. Because what do you do when you find violations of the FDCPA by somebody? You countersue them, basically. You sue them. Yeah. Right. You make them accountable for their actions. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, what happens is you've created leverage in mm-hmm. dealing with their lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Because when these guys are working uh, for somebody else like that on contingency, these guys aren't debt buyers. Uh, right. 
we can almost guarantee that. Um, they uh, they're only going to get a percentage of what they collect, right. and they don't want to be in something that's going to start costing them a whole lot of money. When all they're going to get is you know even if they get a judgment. Uh, so they get a judgment against you, so what? They still aren't going to get anything until uh, they squeeze something. The, something is squeezed out of you as a result of the judgment. Right. Okay? Right. And you never know when that's going to happen. Sometimes that never happens. You know, just because you get right. a judgment against somebody doesn't mean you got money in your hand. That's for sure. Okay. Right. So here we are. You now know that they are debt collectors subject to the FDCPA. So you start looking for violations. Mm-hmm. The first letter they sent you. Okay. What does it say? Uh, you, the you first one. Yeah. The very just, first uh, communication. My hands on it. And and was um, that the first communication you had with them? Was it written or was it uh, telephone? Uh it was written. Um, okay. August. I'm thinking it's this one. I think this is it. Let me see. Uh, yeah, the um, August 12th, 16. Um, showing the, the credit. What, is it? what does it say? What does it, it says? Say? This office represents Bank of America. With respect to your above referenced account, our client has forwarded your account to this office with instructions that we take appropriate action to effect collection of the above reference balance due. Um, Unless you notify this office within 30 days after receiving this note that you dispute the validity of the debt in any portion thereof, this office will assume the debt is valid. If you notify this office in writing within 30 days of receiving this notice, the office will obtain verification of the debt or obtain a copy, which I did. sent them a letter, and they did. If you request from the office in writing within 30 days, this office will provide you with the name and address of original creditor, right. blah, blah, blah. And okay. They, this this form is a debt collector attempting to collect a debt. Okay. So they they covered the bases on what they're required to as far as a mini Miranda and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, if I remember correctly, in our discussions last week, you said that they sent you a copy of every statement from the inception of the count, starting with the zero balance, all the way to the end. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. They have validated the debt. Okay. Okay. Because they showed everything that ensued from beginning to end. Now, Mm -hmm. does that mean that they didn't violate the FDCPA? Mm, Not necessarily. Right? Okay. Well, I mean, just because they validated, does does that mean that any correspondence you had with them, um, uh, does that mean that there were no violations anywhere? Right. It doesn't mean that there weren't other violations. There wasn't that one, but that doesn't eliminate all other possible violations. Right. Okay. Okay. They did do the mini Miranda. Right. Uh, they did have the proper language, you know. Uh, this is an attempt to collect a debt. They did identify themselves. Uh, right. They did give you the uh, name of the original creditor and and uh, all that. Now, did you did you uh, go in and uh, look at the frequently violated FDCPA guidelines? 
You know, I have, honestly, since we last talked, no, I have not. Okay. I've been, I've been right. working stem to stern, so. Okay. I know what that's like. Mm, <laughs> All right. Now, I, w- I want to throw this out to Terry and to John. What ideas have you got for potential violations given the information that he gave us, what the uh, attorneys did? Where's a potential violation? Or is there one? Asking me on the FDCPA is not the right. (laughs) Well, no, I'm asking you because you have knowledge of it as well. Uh, Yeah, but... Is is there anything that... Okay, but I'm still saying, if, if is there anything? If not, if, if you can't think of anything, okay. No, I, that's John? what I'm saying. It's, if there probably is, but I know less about that than the FCRA, and I didn't pick up on it is what I'm saying. Well, well but that doesn't mean if you uh, think of, uh, can think of a potential violation. That you, that what I want you to do is bring it up. I want to discuss it. I, I, I want you to see if you have thoughts as to a potential violation based on the information we have. John, same for you. I just got back from the refrigerator. Ah, was it good or is it going to be good? It was good. (laughs) Good. Well, when, when you haven't been feeling good, uh, comfort food is always nice. Yes. That's always nice. A lot of it. Um, So what did I miss? Well, very very briefly, I'll I'll give you an overview. Uh, this gentleman, uh, he's been sued by uh, an attorney representing Bank of America. We've uh, determined through uh, checking on the uh, uh, the web here, the law firm is a uh, debt collection law firm. They're an old line, forty forty years in business, forty plus years, and the only thing they say in their website is where a debt collector attempting to collect a debt. I mean, literally, it's it's bizarre. <laughs> that is I've, never, website, I've yeah. never seen a, a website quite like this from an attorney. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, he demanded validation within 30 days. Uh, of of the lawsuit or the first correspondence? No, the first correspondence. He got a letter from him. Demanded validation within 30 mm-hmm. days. They sent him copies of every single statement from zero balance all the way to current. For Bank How of long America. ago this was that? This was later in 2016 uh, uh, or earlier this year. It's just no, 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 but when, when did the account start? I don't know. The account goes back to uh, 2011, I believe, is, uh, if I recall. That's a good stack of paper. Oh yeah, it, and it was it was closed in fourteen. So yeah, it was it was. I mean, it's thirteen thousand bucks worth. Mm-hmm. But and, they sent him a copy of every statement. So effectively, they validated. Did they? Well, as far as statements go, did they send you a copy of the agreement? Um. The original credit card agreement? Uh-huh. Mm, that's a good question. And I'm I don't you know, if they did, I don't have that in front of me. And I I pretty much thoroughly went through everything I have. I mean I have to I'd have to go through it again to to well, be Well, If you didn't about see that. it, then they probably didn't send it to you. 
Yeah, I, I, right. I don't recall seeing that from them. Yeah. For, uh, first yeah. source, you know, that opted out of the whole thing, they did. They they sent everything that wasn't nailed down, which was kind of surprising to me that they just went away. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. wait a second. You know, let, uh, you know. So they sent him all these statements, and then did you do anything else, or what? What happened next? Well, no, I I uh, uh, I called the attorney's office, which I you know <laughs> last when we talked last Wednesday, and since then I've really come to understand what a what a folly that was. But um, um, uh, they were they were demanding like payment in full over the phone. I mean, the guy was just a you know first class you know harassment. <laughs> um, okay. Or, um, and uh, I just got off the phone with him at that point, and and that I just before I, you go any further, before you go any further, when you first called in, did they give you the mini Miranda? No, that's a violation. I you just said that. he attempted to collect money from you, right? Well, yeah, that they was tried the, to get that's you to what settle. I was, well, tr- yeah, just, just just yes and no answers, please. But trying to get you to settle is an attempt to collect the debt. And if they didn't read the mini Miranda to you in the first place, that's a violation of law right there. So the the mini Miranda meaning that any any information that we collect at this time may be used against you, that kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? This is an yeah. This is an attempt to collect the debt. Yeah, and, and I you know I believe what be- happened. I you know to to back up as far as that phone call is concerned. While I, you know, I'm this is picking this out of memory from last fall. Um, there, the initial reception, rece- receptionist call before I was transferred, I believe that was then by way of a recording um, bet- be- between the receptionist answering the phone and, and my being transferred to the attorney that I ultimately talked to. Did the attorney read the mini Miranda to you? That I I don't believe so. I and again. I'm, okay. I'm just, well, just then you know any record any recording could have made a mistake. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Okay. True. So you, no, they, I would. They would I have, also recorded they would have the call. To prove it. Okay. I, me, I recorded the call on my end, so I'd yeah, have to dig back and. That. Let me just explain. Okay. Okay. In order for them to testify that they read the mini Miranda, someone actually had to read you the mini Miranda because their automated phone system cannot testify. Gotcha. Okay. So, so I, why are you, you playing into their hand? You're wanting to be too easy. Well, no, I, I'm completely clear about that since yeah. uh, since last Wednesday. No, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shot myself in the foot, no question about it. Yeah. Okay. So after this phone call, then what happened? Um, then they well, well they... describe. Excuse me. Describe to John the essence of the phone call because this is important. Uh, the essence of the phone call is such that you know they're demanding the money, and I said, "Yeah, there's no way, no how. I, you know, I am going to pay you thirteen thousand dollars, and uh, the uh, the balance of it from there was." You know, I'm I'm paying X amount of dollars in support payment a month. I don't have any money to pay anybody anything. And he goes, Well, if you can't pay us a thousand dollars a month, we'll see you in court. Basically, was the was the gist of that. And then I didn't hear anything from him. 
And, and, but you basically uh, fact, admitted that you had the account, that it was yours. You just couldn't pay him anything, right? That's, that's true. That is true. Yeah. That, okay. Go, go yeah, ahead. If, if, if they didn't read the mini Miranda in the first place, then uh, they've duped him and they can't use anything he said. They'd try to, but you can argue uh-huh. with the federal laws. Mm-hmm. So, so go ahead. It, at this point, would it behoove me to go through my own uh, voicemail records, find that recording just for my own satisfaction as to what was entailed in it? So I've got any footing I, going forward to contest. I would, well, let, let me give my opinion here real quickly. Okay. My opinion, if I were in your shoes, I would not go after, go back and go through that recording. And the reason that I wouldn't do that is if I move forward and sued them and there was a question about it, Mm -hmm. I could honestly say, well, I don't recall. Gotcha. If I go and listen to the recording and I hear it's on there, can I legitimately and truthfully say I don't recall? No. No. That's a very good point. Yep. There you go. And, And right now, I can honestly say I don't recall. So, Thank you. There you have it. Okay. Yes. It 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 would only hurt you to have that, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. okay. So when so after the phone call, then what happened? Then the next letter I got was uh, suggesting that the the Bank of America would be willing to establish a payment plan based on a a uh, income asset profile of me. And I I just didn't respond to that. You mean they were asking you to fill out a form or something? Exactly. They were asking me to, you know, give them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's an attempt to collect information on you that they weren't Hmm. entitled to legally because they hadn't got a money judgment against you yet. Interesting. So, so, but, you know, they haven't validated yet. That's my my position. Then what happened next? Well, Uh, if they had validated sending the statements... Uh, 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 uh. We're not there yet, Dave. Keep okay. going. No, the the uh, what happened after that? And my yeah, I just I didn't hear anything else from them until being served uh, the court papers uh, a week ago. Okay. And um, what have you done with that lawsuit so far? I have done nothing. I've been uh, you know just kind of. Trying to take it. Uh, take a step back, you know, connecting with you all and, you know, determining how I want to respond to this in, in such a way that, you know, I've got I've got something to. And uh, in, in, in the way are you, of defense, are you a member of the website? I you know, I have been I was for quite some time and then finances were yeah. such that I had to bow out. But I'm I, well, I you can, need I can be... probably. Yeah, I can get back into that, and I will do so. You need to be, and maybe Terry can pair you up with someone. But the the main first thing you can do, because you don't want to miss your window of responding, you don't want a default judgment, is put in for a 30-day enlargement of time to respond because you're searching for an attorney. Gotcha. Okay. And I think you might ask for 45 days. Uh, Okay. you You can do 30 you could do. You could ask for forty-five. What's the court going to say? No, you know. Say and this that, is just you know, going. This is just back through the the district court court that it was filed with. Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, you know, it's an enlarge motion for enlargement of time. 
push for like and do September. I need to uh, and do when, I need to when, do when, I need to suggest that to the uh, the attorney uh, as well or does the court no, have no just go ahead and just file that and you send a copy to the attorney on the other side anything right. that you file hold on anything that you file in this case right you have to send a copy to the other side every single time. Gotcha. Right. Certified and there has to be a certificate of service along with okay. it underneath that states you certify that you sent a true and correct copy of the foregoing document to Bozo Joe, the attorney, uh, mm-hmm. on such and such a date with your signature. Mm-hmm. And John mm-hmm. had a reason for telling you to make the, re- the, the reason for your request to the court, your motion to the court for an enlargement of time, that you are looking for an attorney. And that reason is the court, I haven't seen one yet, re- uh, turned down an enlargement of time on the reason of looking for an attorney because if they did and then the ruling went against you, it would immediately be appealable because you were denied due process and representation. I understand. Very good. Very good. Okay. So, now let's so, let's uh, go back yes. and look at your situation. Now, mm-hmm. back in the in the webinar section, we've covered completely, you know, what to do when you get sued by a debt collector and there's samples and lengthy lengthy webinars and discovery right. and all kinds of stuff you you can do that will just spook them off and also set them up to sue them in federal court. But here's mm-hmm. my look at the situation you have. They sent you a letter and you demanded validation and they sent you a bunch of hearsay because even though these accounts statements appear to be real and appear to go from when the account was opened, they provided no document that shows when the account was opened, how it was opened, or a contract between you and the creditor. Okay? That, that's okay. not there, number one. Now, people might say, but, well, you know, it's all there, you know, he, and he didn't dispute it. Well, no, when he sent his debt validation letter, it was a dispute and debt validation letter, right? Mm-hmm. I dispute the debt and demand validation. Okay, you've right. already disputed the debt. They sent you right. a bunch of other stuff. Do you have to dispute it again? The law doesn't say that. So how how do how do they know that the accounting in that is correct? Who hmm. can attest to that as being correct from the first payment to the last payment? Who entered the ledger charges? in the general ledger on the account and where are the slips that showed that you accepted indebtedness for each one of the purchases? Hmm. Unless they can, unless they can have all that, there is no validation. Hmm. Now you got to be able to fight, but this is all. And, and so you think, well, Excuse me. how am I going to deal with this? Well, that's what comes up in discovery. Because one of the things you got to look at in this lawsuit is um, the, the creditors listed as Bank of America. Mm-hmm. But wasn't there some other debt collector was after you? Yeah, there were two others. And, and, and I don't know if you were on the line when, when I... I don't know if this is has any relevance at all, but Bank of America attempted to settle for about a third of the debt. Um, 
shortly after, uh, later in that same year that they um, were threatening to charge it off, basically. They uh -huh. sent me a letter that I didn't receive until, I, I thought it was dated, but I, just reading it over again, it wasn't. There wasn't any date. When I finally did get in touch with them, they said, that's too late. It's already been sent to collections, and that was the end of that. Okay, and who were the other debt collectors? Uh, first source was the prior one to this current attorney's office, and then Sunrise Collection. Yeah, they they weren't okay. buyers, John. Just so you know, we uh, we looked at that. They were contingency collectors. Okay, and you sent both of those um, debt validation letters too. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, and they both okay. just kind of passed on it and went away. Um, quick question, if I may intervene here for a second. Um, mm -hmm. When you contacted Bank of America after they, uh, you got that undated letter, um, yes. did, did you call them by phone or did you send them something in writing? No, I called them by phone. Oh. Um, yeah. I just wanted to find out if there was anything in writing where you made an offer to pay X number of dollars that they could construe as you, know, you admitting that you had the account. So you didn't do that, yeah. so that's fine. No, no. Okay. And how long ago was the default on this account? It was, jeez, uh, uh, it was uh, February of 14, I believe. And they're yeah, just doing uh, you now? Well, yeah. I mean, I've, I, you know, I, since the first collection notice, I've, uh, you know, and at the time I was, I was on board with, uh, with Lesnar Debt, and um, I was. You know, I just did everything by right down the line, and right. one by one, they just they just dropped off. You know, and the and the first source, last one said, you know, hey, we're you know, we're no longer <laughs> we're no longer involved in this. Contact Bank of America. <laughs> You're they're the creditor. So, you know, what is your statute I, of limitations uh, on this on debt? Well, what what is your statute of limitations in your state on unsecured debt? Is yeah, I believe three, four, it's, five, six years. I think it's four years. I, re I remember looking this up once upon a time, and I believe okay. it's four years. Okay, yeah. so it's still within the four years. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, another question answered. Go ahead, John. Yeah, so, you know, I'm just thinking that they didn't validate. You've disputed the debt. They continued to attempt to collect when they continued to contact you, and despite that, they went ahead and filed a lawsuit against you. And they yeah, failed to give, provide them any Miranda, which it, which is which is in a which is an attempt to col collect. And they they when you called up, you know, to question mm -hmm. them on this, they they failed to provide you with a mini Miranda, which is a violation of FDCPA. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, continued to attempt to collect the debt that you've previously disputed and they failed to validate. So um, I'd sue them in federal court. Really? Basically, basically, yeah, hell yeah. Basically, um, if you join the website and you take mm -hmm. the tax, you already know the way it works that mm -hmm. you go ahead and you'd file your enlargement uh, mm -hmm. of time and get everything mm -hmm. together to slap them with a federal lawsuit and then, you know, get that done and get the federal lawsuit served before you have to answer the complaint. And then instead of the answering the complaint, put in a motion to dismiss. The federal lawsuit, um, 
that's a four hundred dollar bill. Is that correct, roughly? Yeah, it's four hundred yeah. filing fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what, my next question would be and then here's after what you the to look at. I know it yes. sounds like money's tight, but you're looking at thirteen thousand dollars. And oh no, 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 I I, know, I agree. Get... I'm my my question is going to be is is there the off chance that I can file um, for a second enlargement of time? Because I'm I'm no. I'm just looking at this realistically. So I got one no. shot at this and ask them for forty five yep. days and do the best I can yep. to put it together. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, you need to you need to do that and buckle down and it's not that hard to put together just a simple FDCPA lawsuit. Right. Uh, it really shouldn't be that difficult. If you join the website we go over all that stuff continuously. Yep, and, yep, yep. And, no, besides, and, and, and besides, when you put together your first, you know, FDCPA lawsuit, once you file it, um, you do have a little time to amend it. So, you know, it's not like it has to be perfect when you file it. Gotcha. Now, let, let me ask. Let me ask you another question, and I think we might have asked you this before on the other call. But mm-hmm. when they fi- filed the lawsuit against you, was it a was it based on account stated theory or or what? Uh, I, I don't know how to necessarily breach, make that breach distinction. Of contract. It, breach yeah, it was a breach of contract. contract. Yes, breach of contract. That's it. There's only one count. It's, yeah, that's that's it. But there's like you know, there's like 25 possible categories, and that's the only one that's checked off. Was the contract attached to the complaint? Um, that I don't think it was. I mean, to go through. Have Have they ever produced it? You said First Source provided a copy of it. Yeah, First, first Source did, but the, uh, the one with your signature on it. Uh, no, I've not. Well, seen that's that. not I don't a think copy of, of the the. So how uh, can you how can you be in breach of something they haven't produced? That's not. Well, that's a real good question. Yeah, that's a real good question. That's interesting. I mean, this thing, uh, the, this uh, this case or this uh, filing. The, uh, the the law offices was dated February 3rd. This thing didn't get to me until the end of April. It's the wheels of justice. They're, they're <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I was going to say, the wheels of justice turn slowly. <laughs> Sometimes very slowly. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Sometimes okay, they so, throw an axle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm going to see what I can do to enhance that, actually. But... Um, um, I, I think I I think I've got the gist for now, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rolling with getting the uh, uh, the enlargement of time, and get back uh, get back into the website, and uh, I'll try. I'm gonna be at work on Wednesday, but I'm gonna try to get on the call on Wednesday. And 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 when you and when you're think when you're thinking about this stuff, if you got mm-hmm. the name of the guy that you talked to on the phone, mm-hmm. and the name yeah, of the person who signed the complaint. And the okay. name of anyone else that signed any of the letters from them, those are okay. all parties that can be parties of the lawsuit. In other words, not only the law firm, but the attorneys or debt collector people that signed those letters at that law firm can on be on an individual basis. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, and and because there were two prior debt collectors that you sent demands for validation and they went away qu- quickly. 
but they yes. still sold the they sold the file forward or it got assigned forward, you may be able to turn around and sue them too, just to make it interesting if you wanted to. <laughs> you know, uh, I my my satisfaction in this would just be seeing it dissolve, quite frankly. And if you know, if if there was any but, money as an aside. You know that that'd be icing on the cake, but uh, well, yeah. you like John's saying, you add enough defendants, you get enough people in there, and and they they start going, you know, what do you mean? I'm I'm getting sued on this. I gave it back to you. I don't have anything to do with this. You know, that's first source, <laughs> and then the gal saying the same thing. How quickly do they want to get rid of this whole thing? And just say, forget this, forget the state lawsuit. If you'll drop the federal suit, we'll drop the other suit, and yeah. everybody yeah. goes away. Then you get rid of the whole thing for your filing fee. Or you might find out that, like, first source or the other one wants to give you five hundred thousand dollars right off the bat just to get them out of the lawsuit, and suddenly mm-hmm. you've covered your filing fees right off the bat. And that'd be real it's, cool too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But the, the, the point is. You, yeah, you 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 yeah. you get them on the hook for enough money, and all of a sudden they want to get rid of you because you got to yeah. remember they aren't going to get squat out of this. They only get a little pissant yeah. percentage, maybe thirty yeah. percent of something. Of, of they what see the diminishing value. returns. Yeah, yeah, they're less exactly. and less motivated. Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. It, it your federal lawsuit becomes a huge bargaining chip. Is the bottom line. Gotcha. Hey, you know what? You but, guys are, as usual, massively helpful. And, uh, you know, it, 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 not the least of which is just taking the edge off of the stress as a side effect of all of this, you know. So it does that, make I'm, a difference, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> uh, it sure as hell does, I'll tell you. I, I, I'm deeply appreciative. One, and, the one thing I want you to know is that when a contingency collector, which is what mm-hmm. a law firm is, they usually mm-hmm. are doing a contingency fee, and it's about a third to a half. When mm-hmm. a contingency collector is coming after you like that, they become an undisclosed real party in interest because they haven't disclosed to the to the court that they're a contingency collector that way. They haven't disclosed the basis. You know, they're just acting like they collect fees, and they'll do mm-hmm. so in the lawsuit where they ask for fees. Okay, mm-hmm. but they're actually getting paid on a contingency basis on the collection. That's why they're doing it. So they're an undisclosed real party in interest, and that means they've lied to the court. Yep. Wow. Okay. Wow. And, wow. And, and where you get them, and when you're suing them for that in federal court, you get them in state court by doing discovery on their client and asking their client, admit that, admit that the law firm's a real party in interest, and they will. I've done John has per- personal experience in this. He knows all about that. Yeah. Sounds, sounds Bank, like. of America, Bank of America isn't going to lie. They, you know, yeah, banks they... have enough problems. Lawyers are dime a dozen. <laughs> they can afford to throw them under the bus. They're chum. You know, they're like chum. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so just lawyers because the lawyer stepped on the wrong person, meaning you, and you're a landmine about to pop up and cut them to pieces – you know, the bank's not going to do anything to stop it. It's just like, yeah. oh, well, we're a new law firm now. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah, pretty much. Wow. I mean, awesome. they're in business just like you. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, it, time it to get that website it, and start studying. 
There you go. Um, Thank you, Mike. I did have somebody this past week needing a partner, so um, send me an email at clinkongbird at gmail.com so that I can uh, hook you up with them. That'd be awesome. And I've got your email. Uh, I've been on the list for quite some time, so I'll definitely do that. I, I've um, unfortunately Just I've got to sure, run. Make sure you don't use the Queen Songbird two email. Okay, okay. Because I don't go in there except on Wednesdays. Very good. Thank you all so much. I'll, uh, I'll look forward to hooking up with you on, on Wednesday evening and due diligence in the meantime. Okay. All righty. Good Thank job. You. you you covered the bases uh, from Thank you. last week. Yep. Thank you all. Have a good night. Yeah. You too. All Thank right. You. Let's see if we've got anybody else out here with a hand up. Anybody that's got a question or a comment uh, tonight, star eight is how you put yourself in the queue. And we will take your comments or questions and go from there. And we're going to go to the gentleman in northern Louisiana. Hey, how you going today, Dave? Pretty good. How are you? Fantastic, thank you. Hey, I had a quick question for you. Um, in in doing settlement offers, uh, should you put figures in? Um, just leave that open for for them. What now? If you if you're making a settlement offer to someone, should you put a figure in? You mean a a, a, a start with a larger number? With, with any number. Well, uh, let me ask just the... the you mean opening well, settlement negotiations or actually making an offer of settlement? Yeah, give, tell us briefly the scenario so that we have that, and then I can answer that better. Okay, just my my, ba- my basic concern was I didn't... I, I was thinking, maybe I was overthinking that in, in making a settlement offer, if you put a figure in, it could be construed as some type of uh, of, of extortion or something like oh, that. No, 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 no. Um, uh, have you got a situation that you're dealing with now, or are you just kind of trying to uh, just to get an idea of this in general, should it ever come up? Yeah, I do have a, I have a situation that I'm dealing okay. with. Okay, uh, well, that's, 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 what, that's what I'm asking you. you lay, very briefly, what is the scenario? Where are you in this possible settlement deal? Who, who's, who's initiated what? Who's... Who said what and where are you? Okay, um, I'm the gentleman uh, that that had the uh, situation with them uh, entering, taking money from my social security check. Right, right, yeah, the stuff with the uh, student, uh, the fake student Absolutely. loan deal and all that stuff. Right. Absolutely. And um, so what I was thinking about doing, in fact, what I did, I sent a letter of intent to sue. I I didn't put any figures in, you know. No, but I, I don't want to do that. Now, right. In in that in that particular scenario, you wouldn't. You were correct to be cautious right. about that. Right. Oh, okay. Good. So, so where are you though? Where where is it gone? You sent the notice of intent to sue, and now what? Yeah, I sent the notice, and what happened was, with Pioneer, they they sent back to they sent back to me the the letter of intent, and saying that they couldn't find any records of my. Uh, of the of the uh, the dealers with them, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And um, so what I did was, I, I gave them a call, and because I didn't send them uh, from the the name of the individual that that uh, that used my uh, my information, I just basically sent it in from me. 
Right. I, the, uh, my intent to sue. So what I did was I gave him a call, and I explained to him I would have found exactly the whole scenario of what it, of what it was about. Right. And um, so the, the gentleman asked me, so well, what are you looking for? I said, well, I prefer not to say anything, you know, in terms of what I'm looking for. I just, I'm just basically calling you because you suggested that I call you to bring you up to date on exactly what this, uh, what this uh, letter of intent is all about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where things stand now? Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now, you send them a notice of intent to sue. You're going to, send, uh, you're going to sue them if, if it gets to that. You're going to sue them for what, FDCPA? FDCPA, yes. Okay, now. Well, not, the, not just FD, FDCPA. FDCPA, and also for that's another question I have. Is there anything in terms of uh, other than FDCPA with them dealing with senior citizens? You'd have to look at the laws of your state to find out if there's anything for senior citizens. There's nothing in the federal law that I'm aware of. But many states do have abuse of the elderly statutes like Georgia does. Mhm. Okay, that's that's good. I I I I looked in and I I saw something dealing with uh you know with with you dad, but I didn't see anything particularly uh, in dealing with the senior citizens. Well, when you're googling your state statutes, you know, as Dave's always saying, be creative with your words and move them around. And right try, when you do your searches, try different phrases such as. Uh, for instance, just type in state statute regarding abuse of the elderly for name of state. Try that. Okay, okay that's, that's good. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll definitely do that. I'm typing something in here right now. Louisiana abuse of the elderly statute. Uh, abuse and neglect of adults. RS fourteen colon four zero three point two. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff here. Oh, okay. I just Super. I just googled Louisiana abuse of the elderly statute. Okay. All right. So you can do some looking there. But what what uh, getting back to your your question to try and get an idea on things, um, basically, what you want to be able to do, and you're absolutely right. And I want to make a comment for you know people out there to know this. You don't ever want to send a notice of intent to sue and say if you don't pay me X dollars, I'm going to sue you, because that can be viewed as extortion and that's not good. That can get you in a heap of trouble. So never do that. Notice Even of intent to sue. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what your intent is. It's the, yeah. the, the, the way somebody may view it, what yep. they think your intent might be, and that creates the problem. Um, basically what you want to be able to do when you go back to them and have discussions is uh, to be able to say, well, look, you know, uh, I, if I file suit, I'm coming after you under – the uh, uh, Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, which uh, has a private right of action of $1,000. And I'm also coming uh, at you uh, after you uh, under the uh, Louisiana Abuse of the Elderly Statute that has a private right of action of $5,000. 
So uh, that gives you an idea of the, the potential uh, uh, situation you're, uh, you're facing out here. Now, if you would like to make an offer on what you'd be willing to uh, resolve this matter for, I will entertain any offer you would care to provide. That's the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell them what the potential stuff is when I'm talking to them. And then let them come back to me. You know, they may say, "Oh well, you know, we're not going to do anything. We'll we'll give you, you know, three hundred dollars." Well, we'll just see you in court. You never know. Yeah. Well, yeah, but but that way you're avoiding throwing out a figure to them. You always want to throw out what the potential is. And of course, if I'm talking to somebody about TCPA, I always figure it with all the calls, but the first one trebled. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to get it in court, but that's the potential damages that uh, I would be entitled to. It could be that much. And then uh, that gives you a point uh, where you can start negotiating. They can come back and say, well, you know, you you want, you know, that's just like the stuff with these 33 phone calls I've got. That comes out to 49,900, yeah, 49,900 bucks with the damages I'm claiming. All right, that's put, that's trebling. It's also four hundred dollars for a missed trade. The one day when uh, I missed a trade because of a phone call, that's actual damages, and then uh, it's the thousand uh, dollars for FDCPA. So you know, we'll see what we come up with. Am I going to get forty nine thousand dollars? Of course not. I know that, but if I can. If I can get to up around fifteen, sixteen thousand, I'd be a real happy camper. I would probably settle it for a little bit less than that. But the point is, you put the big number out there, but you have to have a basis for throwing that number out at them, so they got something to chew on. And that's right. the way you want to do it, in my view. And uh, I've I've done that, and it, I've been pretty successful with it quite a, quite a few times. Okay, that's good. Now, um, that's that's along the line. Now, let me ask you another question, though. Now, in dealing with um, they're dealing with uh, with the uh, New Jersey Higher Education, uh, in order for them to to access my Social Security check, they had to go through uh, the IRS, and um, so I wouldn't have a case against any of them, right? I don't think so. I, I I don't think you would have uh, any case there, and, and if you tried to pursue something dealing with a, a state agency like that, uh, I think you, what what you're going to be dealing with is the state, uh, all the state lawyers that they can pay for, and they got lots of money for lawyers, obviously. So I I don't think I would go there if I were in your shoes. That's just my opinion. Okay. But I don't I don't really see that you'd have a private right of action there. It's yeah. the people that were actually do doing it. Yeah. Okay. The people that were actually trying to collect it and did collect it and took the money. Have you oh, gotten yeah. your money back yet? Yes, I got all my money back. You did. Because, because you notice, and just here recently, you know, it has come out that the courts have said uh, we can't go after the IRS, but anybody the IRS has collect for them is fair game. Right. Right. Okay. But uh, as far as that uh, uh, New Jersey uh, higher education deal, I don't. I 
I have my doubts that there's any kind of a claim there, and you'd probably have to do a whole lot of digging to uh, try and find that. And then if you're dealing with a state agency, like I say, they, <clears throat> they've got plenty of money for lawyers. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's we just got to be wise in choosing our battles. Right. And sometimes the best uh, best thing is it's just not worth, you know, going after something. Yeah, that's that's super. I sure I sure appreciate it. Sure, you're very welcome. I'll, okay. I'll keep you. I'll keep you informed. Uh, okay, please do. Yeah, I'm just glad you got your money back. That's that's the that's the big thing up front. Now, if you can you can get something for all your time and trouble and the crap that you had to deal with. Yeah, I got I got, I got the money back. I got them admitting that they were wrong, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So. Okay. I guess I got a, a good setup for a lawsuit if they, if they don't do a settlement. Right. Yep. Very good. All right. Good. Well, go 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 do some googling on that uh, uh, elderly statute and read the fine print and see there may be something there for you that you could potentially use. And aren't okay. you? And aren't you very happy with yourself that you stood up and fought back and didn't just take this crap? Beyond a doubt. Oh yeah. Good. Beyond job. a doubt. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that that was a big time screw up on their part. I mean, you know, but you know, sad thing is, it happens to thousands of people every day who don't know they can do anything about it. That's the problem. That's the problem. So it's all about education, and then once you uh, become educated, uh, taking the action, utilizing the information that uh, you've gotten in your education, doesn't doesn't do you any good at all to spend a bunch of time and effort and maybe even some money learning things and then not put it into action when the occasion arises uh, where you should, you know. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, guys. You're very welcome. Oh, my God, right. I'm not a sir. I, I, uh, well, no, I, can't. I don't work for a living anymore. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do. I, if Some people would say, yes, I do, and some people would say I work way too much because that's all I do. But anyway, I, I enjoy what I do. So anyway, uh, anybody else have any comments or questions tonight? Hit star eight. If we don't have anybody that hits star eight, then we will wrap the call up for tonight because we don't sit here and make noise just for the sake of making noise. If uh, we have uh, constructive discussion to help people with, then uh, that's what we do. Otherwise, we wrap things up because... uh, I have some uh, hypnosis work that I need to do tonight. I'm behind. I have not done my sessions today. I do self-hypnosis every day on certain things I'm working on. And uh, I was busy with other things, and I missed my sessions. Plus, I still have to go and do a uh, a two-and-a-half-mile walk. So uh, if I can get a little early start on that, um, that'll be nice. And we do have somebody that popped their hand up here, so I'm going to mute and unmute Southeast Ohio. You sound like you're on the other side of the earth. We could hear you good earlier. What happened? Okay, I'll, get, I'll take it off the Bluetooth, put it back on the speakerphone. There you oh, go. Is that a lot better? Yep. Well, I can hear you better, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I finally got the letter out to the collection agency we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I sent them a debt validation letter. And boy, they were very crafty. Uh, they re- they really try to keep the same account number as the original creditor, 
They try to make you believe that they're representing the original creditor when actually it's a charge-off. Well, no, no, wait a minute. Something can be charged off and they can be representing the original creditor. Those are two completely different things. Okay. Charge-off is just an accounting maneuver that's strictly accounting and paperwork that's got nothing to do with anything else. And it's required by law. Right. Yeah, okay. And uh, also... After the name on it for the LLC, it gives their account number. And they want you to make it out to the original creditor. Oh, this is the one that you uh, you had the LLC and they're wanting to collect from you? Uh, I don't know. It, it, don't, it don't say. It don't have my name on it. It just had the LLC's name on it. So that's the way I responded with just the name of the LLC. My name's not even attached to that one. I think if I, <laughs> you know, I, I think about this, if it's defunct, it'd be like um, the letter goes back, uh, uh, ABC Company LLC is defunct and no longer uh, a legal entity. Yeah, right. that is exactly what I would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, it went back to them, and uh, certified mail delivery requested. And I don't think they can validate what I asked them to validate. Well, but, you know, they're going after something that is non-existent. There isn't anything to get. Right. They're going well, after yeah. an yeah. entity that doesn't exist. Yeah. No, that's if, correct. I, I think, I think if, if I were in your situation uh-huh. and I received any further correspondence you know, to to the LLC, I would write them back, uh, you know, ABC Company LLC is defunct and is no longer in business or a legal entity. Yeah. Well, so somebody else bought it, but I brought that up on the Internet, but uh, the three partners that were associated with it at the time that the purchases were made, no, they're, that's all gone. That's well, correct. okay, so so wait a minute. Somebody else bought the LLC, the uh, entity? It because it shows somebody else's name on it as current members, and I don't know who they are, and that wasn't the current members that were on it when when I, when, when us three people were there. Yeah, well, I was back in... Oh, it is defunct as far as I'm concerned. Well, no, I... Uh, you were you were saying that it has no assets before, if I remember correctly, in our conversations. Nope, it don't. It don't. They don't even have a checkbook for it. Well, how do you know if it's got other people's names on it? I don't know. I don't know who they are. Well, that's that's my point. You're saying it doesn't have a checkbook or anything else, but nope. there's other people's names on this and that you don't know. So how do you know what's going on with it? I think my uh, that would change the response to them rather than saying it's defunct. That uh-huh. I, I think my answer back to them would be uh, that you have no information regarding such and such an LLC. Right. And, I, and to your knowledge, it no longer exists. That's correct. It doesn't. Well, as far as you know. Right. right, but you so can't swear to that because you don't know that somebody else didn't buy the LLC and it doesn't actually 
you know, exist now, but to say that you have no no information or knowledge in regard to that LLC is the absolute uh, truth. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. If I if I got any correspondence, any further correspondence from them, that's what I would respond with what Terry was saying there and just let it go with that. Yeah. yeah. Don't say any more. Don't give right. them any don't volunteer any history or information, just what I said and nothing else. And don't right. put your name on it. Yeah. I did not do that. I did not do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't put your name on it and don't sign anything. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, it should just be a typed response. Yep. I did. I just put best regards, Gilco uh, LLC, period. That's it. I didn't, say, I didn't say my name or anything else. Good job. Yeah. So I remember the uh, the uh, the pointers from last time. That's exactly what I did. Okay. Well, you just have to wait and see if you get anything back, right? Uh, more more than likely. I mean, that's just my opinion. And you never know what these people are going to do. They're stinking the grass. They could strike at any time. Well, time will tell. You know, I, uh, just uh, deal deal with whatever comes along when right. it comes along, if it comes along. Absolutely. My opinion, I don't think I heard anything from it. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's uh, the end of things and you don't even have to fiddle with another letter. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. Well, I feel comfortable with what I've done so far, and, and I know and I know uh, how to handle the situation better if something else comes. Okay. So, very good. Hey, thank you very much, Dave. Appreciate it. Bye bye. All right, you're very welcome. Okay, one more time. If anybody's got a question or a comment they want to throw out here, uh hit uh the uh star eight on your keypad. The gentleman there hit <laughs> hit the eight key and he put himself in the queue, but I know that's him, so uh we we won't go there on that. In fact what I'll do is I'll mute him and and then we're squared away there. So anyway, anybody else have a question or comment? Uh, star 8. Otherwise, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for tonight. And I'm going to get headed out for uh, my 40-minute uh, walk and then uh, come and uh, work on some hypnosis before I go to bed. And I don't see any hands popping up, so I'm going to say thank you, Terry. Thank you, John. I appreciate both of you uh, joining me and your input tonight. Uh, we uh, helped a gentleman out, uh, getting him on the straight and narrow, a couple uh, different people here. It, it is a quieter time of the year. Uh, defaults are rising out there, everybody. They are really rising, and the crap is just very slowly starting to ooze out that's going to be hitting the fan. And it's just a matter of time until... These calls are going to get really, really busy again. So if you guys got questions, you better step up and ask them now, or you might have a lot of competition coming up PDQ. Good so, point, uh, Dave. <laughs> thanks again, to, uh, Terry and John. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow night we do have a call. It is the on week for the Blog Talk Radio call, and that will be at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, blogtalkradio.com forward slash W-L-I-Y-D. And uh, then, of course, 
Wednesday night. Terry's back uh, online with her calls, and she even got the one recorded uh, last week. Uh, she was able to uh, get into free conferencing. And uh, she's not sending out all the reminders to people all the time, only to new people. If you're new, send a, a, a email to queensongbird at gmail.com and say, please put me on the list. Uh, but the other people should uh, have the reminders now because of uh, the uh, limited access Terry has on Internet. She's not sending the weekly reminders out. She does send the call recording uh, email out, but that uh, doesn't go out until it doesn't go out right after the call like it used to. It's uh, her stuff has changed a little bit, but the bottom line is her call is back on. That's at eight o'clock on Wednesday night. And you'll probably hear my voice on Terry's call, and I know you'll hear my voice on the call tomorrow night because I'm the moderator there. So uh, that is unless I get run over by a truck in the meantime, and I'll try and avoid that. So uh, hope everybody has a great evening. I'm going to go out and enjoy a absolutely gorgeous evening in Dallas with a nice breeze in the uh, 70s and uh, get my walk in. And I'll talk with everybody that joins us tomorrow night on Blog Talk Radio. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.